It's bad. Anime. Hey everybody, I'm John. And I'm Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the show where we decide, is, is this, this anime, anime bad? bad? And today, we're watching a piece of shit. I'm sorry for, uh, <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, I'm breaking format a little bit, because I'm gonna wow. be, I'm gonna be wow. so, so overwhelmingly negative in this episode, there's no, like, there's no reason to hide it. Uh, and this is truthful, ladies and gentlemen, um, when my buddy here said, Ooh. hey... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just reeling. No, no. Um, no continue. No. Continue, no. Please, please. Because please. when on your war path. No, no. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, but it's funny because it is a war path. But then I'm realizing at the same time, uh, maybe not. I don't know. We'll talk about this together. Because mm. when you brought up the whole idea, like, hey, let's do a podcast about bad anime. This was legitimately like one of the first, probably three I thought thought of. Wow. It's wow. And how it came to the show is very interesting. You can see in the title, this was called Chivalry of a Failed Knight. The Japanese title, I don't know it. But anyway, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I came to this anime in a very interesting way. Okay. Because I was part of an anime club in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, I forgot what day we'd meet. Um, funny thing, it was college. So what I would do. That is already a funny thing, but yes, go on. So, but go on. So what I would do is before every time I went, I would get bombed. <laughs> and I'd have a flask of sake in my pocket and be in the room. <laughs> Getting bombed. So people wow. knew me as the weird, as the really fun, loud guy. Because I would just show up. And, but of course, my memory of the show is a little spotty. Mm-hmm. So, what I did was, I was on Hulu, probably, I am going to say 2020. During the hard days of the pandemic, you know, trying to find something to do. Right. Just scrolling through the anime section, I probably found, I basically, I, th- I probably just finished all of high school DXD and was looking for something that looked kind of similar. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, oh, will that, oh, there's more anime about, about people in academy and there's underdogs and whatever. This probably is going to be good. So I clicked on one thing and then I heard the theme song and I remembered the theme song. And, you know, the, wow. One of the sections was like, copy a brave new world. Yeah, yeah. But I don't yep. know the fucking words. Yep. But I'm, I'm hearing the song. I'm like, and then it's time to take a top. I hear all these lines. I'm like, did I? How much of this show have I seen? Yeah. So that is that, an interesting part, actually. So I'm I'm rewatching. Like, I remember some of it. And I, I this club was funny because we, for some reason, they were insisting on everyone watching the sub. Even though it was like anywhere from 40 to 60 people in a big, like, um lecture hall mm-hmm. all looking at the bottom third of a screen i'm like we should have just watched the fucking dub it would yeah been right would have been so much easier but anyway so this so i came back to this show and let's just say my first my first viewing experience like on my own mm-hmm. wasn't very good <laughs> like my, i can tell that no it was oh my god i was i was not a fan at all for so many reasons so i suggested it to you and I'm letting you take the reins on this one. Yeah, that's I usually fine. I usually do some prep before these episodes. I'll rewatch I'll rewatch a series or rewatch some key elements, reread some plot synopsis synopsises or whatever synopsis. Synopsises? I think it's synopsises. I don't know. Yeah, synopsis. Synopsis. Well, let's go with that. We'll go. Let's with go that. with that. Um, if if you want to, we're gonna like right click add that to dictionary. Uh, yes. right here. Or, or you know, send us an email if it's wrong. Yeah. But anyway, and um, so but I didn't do any of that today. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go pure off my natural reaction 
and my memories of the show. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you fill in the gaps for me because we've talked a little bit about it off camera, and I'm surprised how much I immediately remembered. Because like you would mention something offhandedly, and I would go on a three minute restrained rant. So I want to <laughs> save it for the podcast. So I'm gonna let you take the reins a little bit on this one. Okay. This is I am trusting you to guide the audience and me through this journey. Very well. And I, I think, uh, for the record, I think I might be the perfect person to do that. Yes. Because uh, I, I will tell you right now, um, I watched uh, the back half of this series, which means the last six episodes. is a 12-episode yep. uh, season. I watched the final six episodes uh, this morning. Oh, my God. That's great. So I am entrenched. Ah! I know the plot. I know how everything goes. I know all the characters. Honestly, I'm ready to go. I'm raring to go. I've been oiled up, and I'm just like ready to shoot me in, in inside a. Just know. start shooting on all cylinders. Get start anywhere you like, and I'm so, just gonna add shit along the way when I see fit. Great. I'm also gonna be sipping some beer. So, the plot begins with our worst one, as he is referred to, um, Iki Kuragami. Yes. Iki Kuragami is an F-rank knight at this university, at this school. That, and there's Academy of Knights, right? Yes. It cultivates knights, and it makes them into, I, I guess, th that is not and, specified what they're supposed to do after they graduate, but yeah. they are knights. And they're knights, and uh, to, to explain, knights are just like these people with... Like magic-wielding people that use swords, a lot of sword imagery. They weapons, right? Yeah, it's like fighters. Yes. Fighters in this universe. And in this universe, a fighter is somebody who has two abilities. Yeah. Sword play and also uh, what they call as a blazing or a blazer or yes. magic yes. of some variety. So they have those two abilities. So Iki is a very interesting scenario in this series because he is very, very, very proficient in sword play yeah. because his grandfather is a samurai. Yeah. But he is not very proficient in the magic side of things. Which is the thing that holds him back, which is why he is an F-rank student in this school. So, right? like, for example, there are other knights, as we meet them in the series, they summon these incredible swords, and yeah. incredible weapons. Some some have daggers, some have even bows. Right, right. Like very creative weapons. And he has like a very simple katana. It's a katana. Yeah, it's like a katana. A black katana. And I, I think the ability he has is called Ito. It's not exactly uh, characterized specifically what it's for. No, 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 no. That, that also I, I, is... I, 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 had, oh. I had to do that. You just said Ito. I'm like, ah. You're right. Makoto Ito. But... He, it, it's, wow, your body reacted strongly. Though. Oh, God. I, it's Ito something. I forget the name of it. But he has this ability that just kind of... I, I could theoretically try to pull Puts it him in like super mode, basically. Yes. With his katana. So that, that's kind of where we start. And it's him. Mm. And he's living his life. He's at this academy. His family hates him. Itoshura? Because, Itoshura. It? Yeah, Itoshura. Yeah. His family hates him because he's not as good as any other of the kids of the family, right? Yes. And uh, that comes in very funnily later. Oh, boy, does it. And he is at this academy. And the first episode we go to is him in a conflict with uh, a princess from another country. It's not specified what country, but her name is a foreign land. A foreign land, but her name is Stella Vermillion. I'm sorry, Stella Vermillion. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, when I saw Stella, I was like, oh, hi, Rius. It's the same thing. Red hair. Yeah. Big, big uh, personality. Um, no, she doesn't have personality. I know the joke you meant you were talking about her jumblies, but this girl doesn't have. Jumblies. This girl doesn't have personality. That was, a, yes, high school DXD has implanted all these new synonyms for tatas in me. I just love talking about fun bags with my boys. Fun bags with the boys. Yeah. But 
Yes, they meet each other, right? And they're uh, roommates. Obviously, it's like kind of a, a a whatever, like a like a like a um, what is that thing called? Like with, with like gender neutral, gender neutral housing. Oh, like the odd couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's like two people that don't want to be. Well, she doesn't want to be in a room with him, I guess. But the the first shot we get of him uh, meeting her is he walks into this room and she's naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And she's like, "Get out of my room." And he's like, "But, it's, but it's also my room." And so that sets like the the tone for the show, right? Um, that it's a little more raunchy than I would have thought it would have been. Oh, is the main thing. I mean. Here's the thing. It was raunchy, but not super explicit. Yeah. Like, it felt like it was always like it felt like it was it was always like wanting to go further than it did, from what I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't super duper explicit. It's just funny how much the like it was trying to be sexy, but also kind of failing. Yeah. <laughs> it it did kind of fail. Uh it, it like in the title of the show. It did it was a failed ah, ah! <laughs> a chivalry of a failed night. Um but yeah, I mean, the, the gist of it is that they're both working through this academy, trying to become the best, uh, like swords people and like fighters. That but they I can. remember the plot point. There was that weird little plot point where they there was a, they, mm. they challenge each other to a duel. Yes, and, yes. And like, what was the condition? The loser has to be a slave to the winner. Yeah. Um, which is mind-bogglingly crazy. Yes, um, I, I. But the thing is, when I heard that, because I um. Look, like I said, when I came back to the show, my memories are super vague. I only remember the theme mm-hmm. and some of the flashing fun light sequences and me going, "Ooh," because yeah. you know I was hammered. Yeah. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, when I but when I heard of that scenario, I'm like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna win!" Right. And it's gonna be that kind of like tied to the hip, like soon that I thing where it's like, well, "I don't like you. Well, I don't like you." Oh, we're madly in love. Anyway. Yeah. So they have their little duel. And I forget the specifics, but Iki pulls through. Yeah, Iki Some, wins somehow. She's overconfident or something. It's a very humbling story. Yes. Honestly, very New Japan-esque. And new, very, it very, is. very similar to a New Japan pro wrestling storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, live action anime. If you watch, if you listen to our monthly specials, I've said enough. Go, go, <laughs> go watch those. Anyway, so now there's this weird, there's this weird um, dynamic between the two. They try to make, they try to paint Iki in a very good light where. Um, Remember this? He says, "He's like, I command you to be my roommate." He's not gonna take any advantage of her. He immediately says, "Hey, like, no, fuck it, I'm not gonna make you be my slave. That's weird and dumb." Yeah, and of course, Stella goes, "Huh?" She starts fawning over him almost immediately. Yeah, immediately because he's a semi decent human, and I guess yes. he's—is he hunky? I don't know. No, I mean, he's got like the 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 the, the, the slender boy look. I mean, he—he's S- uh, like like slim, slender. Yeah. Tone muscle anime boy bod. Tone muscle anime, anime boy. Anime twink. Anime twink, but not, nowhere near like an Aaron Yeager anime twink. But he is he is he's on that spectrum for sure. Uh, not on the spectrum. He exists. Twinks. He exists on that spectrum. I think we need to do like a pie chart of this. No, 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 not a pie chart. I mean, it was a different graph. But anyway, um, but yeah, so that that's how kind of the show starts, and it it, I feel like at this point in the show, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Go on. Um. But to the show's credit, and I, and this is one of the most important things I think about the show that I think got me, maybe not in the way it happened, maybe not in the way it was executed at all, but usually at this point in the show, right, when you have two characters that are clearly in love with each other but don't want to share their feelings, right, yeah. they drag it out for a very long time. Yeah. 
This was not as dragged out as I anticipated it would have been. Well, no, they dragged it out, but they went about it in a very roundabout way. Yeah. It was dragged out, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they didn't do it in the traditional method. So I, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying in one way because I remember they did early on. They were like, hey, wait, we have feelings for each other. But And I remember there's an episode like midway through the series, one of the most painful scenes I've seen in any anime dubs in of all time. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves because in episode two, I remember this very clearly, and this is one of the only. Funny oh things. my god! Because we we get introduced to another one of the big characters. It was a Shizuku. Shizuku, the younger sister of Iki, who comes from the uh, the Kuda, Kudagane or Kuragane. Kuragane family. Yeah. I'm just I'm fucking reading the. Yep, it was Kuragane. So she comes from that family, and they just kind of run each other into the halls at school, and she's like, "Hey, I haven't seen you in a while." He's like, "Yeah, did okay. I haven't seen you in a bit." And she goes, cool. She just throws him against the wall and starts making out with him in front of everybody. And everyone's like, what the fuck? They're that, siblings. That is legitimately your younger sister. And it is, wow. I, honestly, since Angel Sanctuary, ah! I have ah! not I have not seen just like an, such an outright declaration of incest yeah, just- in, in a show. This was crazy because, right... She makes that declaration that she wants to, like, be with her older brother. Yes. And wants to love him because nobody else can love him like she loves him. Which is... But, but Okay, I will, I'll, I will give the show a little credit there. We'll get to that more as we get to the plot. Yes, right. That, that notion is... That's a very interesting idea. It wasn't executed well. But, at all. But after this, right? Then... It's it's all about like Stella viewing Shizune as a competitor, right? Yeah. It's like they're both competing over the same guy. They both want the same guy, but the guy happens to be Shizune's brother, Shizuku. which she's Shizuku, which is very weird when you think about that. But also because all the characters eventually like Shizuku has this roommate Alice, yeah, um, oh Alice, who is um a, a man but identifies as a woman. So very interesting on that, like right. not very explained uh, in the show, mind you. Yeah, no, but not at all. They, and they did make zero attempt throughout the show. She unfortunately they are a punchline. Yes, and throughout the show, the show she is encouraging uh, Shizuku to like go for her brother, and I'm like, are people like actively <laughs> wanting this to happen? It's real life. Wanting shipping. incest to happen. It's real life right shipping. here in front of my eyes. Instead of having this boy. Find somebody not in his family to like. It, it's weird. Yeah. It, it was just weird throughout the show, and she's very persistent throughout the show. Oh, she is totally persistent. And now I forgot about the Alice. And now I remember the Alice character. He was super supportive, and I feel like the writer was. I don't know who was trying to do this, but I think they were. Were they trying to do like an analogy between true love and like it doesn't matter who you are, or who you love. But there's like a difference between <laughs> newsflash. It matters. Yeah, well, when, when your siblings, it matters. There's a difference between being gay and then trying to fuck your brother. Yeah, there's, there's a big difference here. <laughs> big, big difference. I mean, big I, difference. I, I, I see. If if you think I'm wrong, please say something. Yeah, we'd please, love to please, hear it. Please write us an email because I would love to read that one. But the some of the best scenes in this show started at episode two, mm-hmm. because you, you know, the relationship that I thought was the funniest or the most entertaining in the show was between uh oh, shizuku Stel- and stella, stella. yeah oh, it was i got and this is where i have to give um because i remember I, I told this to you briefly we were texting um while you were originally viewing the show um i have to give the voice actors credit because in the early batch of episodes 
I, I don't know if it was them or the directors, but there was clearly effort put in. Right. So she, the best I the only the only positive they have when I think about the show is just Shizuku. Reg, fairly regularly restoring referring to Stella as fat. <laughs> yeah. At one point she just calls her a fat cow. Like, oh my god. I actually wrote down some of my favorite insults that they exchanged. Oh please oh please share. Um, okay, so uh, Stella calls Shizuku, who is a little less, uh, uh, has a little less in the boobage department. Yes, yeah, um, it's a big theme of the show how everybody talks about how huge Stella's boobs are. So Stella tells Shizuku that she looks like an underinflated water balloon. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shizuku responds by calling uh, Stella an overinflated sex doll um, and top heavy, um, while Stella calls Shizuku ugly. Uh, then Shizuku responds, retorts with fat um, and floppy. So uh, th- there is um, le- okay, the so- least I can say is that this was the most entertaining part of the show. Oh by no! Distance. Again, like I said, in episode by episode two, I imagine the staff is still fully engaged, yep. and they said, "Let's have fun with this. This mm. this this can be something good. We have high hopes for this." Because you know how the dubbing process works; you break it down episode at a right. time. I can see people very, being very enthused and saying, uh, fuck it, let's go for it. And I remember I remember they all go out into town one day. I remember it's the four mains. It's we got uh, I'm skipping around events in my head if I remember them. No, Please sure. correct me at whatever point because I'm I'm going all memory here. We got we got Shizuku, we got Alice, we got Iki, we got Stella, all just being out and about like a day on the town type of scenario. Yeah. Uh-huh. And of course, again, more romantic rivalry between a girl who is a girl who is Iki's slave and the other girl that's his sister each trying to fuck him and Alice is like ooh in the background just being a bad influence to everyone involved yeah both Stella and Shizuku are like on Iki's arms like clinging pulling him down with all their might and I'm just like huh cool this was written by this uh, in my mind like okay this is a porn plot but cool i guess it just just really makes you think what they wanted to do with the show that's the thing because you know a a lot of the emphasis is on the show is on iki becoming uh like a like a, a higher rank student and going to this tournament called like the the seven sword festival or something like that oh right and he has to like win all of these matches. I think it's like about twenty matches in order to go to this uh, seven seven sword festival or and something. And we see like a little that. bit in the scene I was referring to when they were all out. There was actually like what there was like a hostage situation or a bank yes, robbery. Yes, right, right. And next thing you know, they all bust in, start flailing their swords around. I guess it, it might have been just an excuse for an action set piece. It's one of the few moments where you're like, okay, maybe Iki's kind of cool. What do you think in the action in the show? Because I like I, I assume it's one of the main draws is like, yeah. look at the swords. And then look at the white foo titties. The action and like the tournament base around it all, and just like because the series goes on, we do like to right. your point. We see because the whole the whole um, academic system is based around them and these matches. I forget right. what, what the whole thing is, but like yeah, Iki has to win a certain number of matches. We see them. I I vaguely remember one with like the guy who's like throwing a bunch of knives at him and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a bunch of matches and like basically I remember like a lot of the show. things that he has to overcome. Uh, in due time, and what him and Stella uh, agree that they are gonna win all of their matches. Yeah. 
and meet each other at the uh, Seven Sword Tournament or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. I don't really care. Um, ah! They, they, ah! <laughs> they got to they gotta get to that moment. So they're like working hard uh, individually of each other. But then um, there, there's this moment they're trained together. And I remember the scene very clearly because it killed me. So I'm like, mm-hmm. garbage. Or like they're working out and she's like, you're fit. And he's like, thanks. And she's like, can I have some of your water? And he's like, I don't know. There's a lot of germs on it. And she goes, maybe. And she's in her brush, like, maybe I want those germs. And it's like, oh, God, this is painful. I can I can oh. feel the voice actors cringing while they're reading it. Yeah. Again, yeah. everyone in the dub tried. I'm going to give them credit. They all tried. And why? And because it's, it's crazy. Because at the same time, the two main focuses are um, Iki and Stella going through the, the preparing for these tournaments, having these battles, whatever. <laughs> like fights, cool fight scenes, nice. Right. And then the entire time they're also dealing with their budding romance. Because pretty early on, like you said, they don't they do drag it out and they don't. Because Yes. They drag it they don't drag out the part where they just go, Hey, I like you. I mm-hmm. actually have feelings for you. I'm ready to admit that. But but this is a big this is very important. Midway through the series, there's a point where they, they realize, oh, we haven't done anything couple yes. like yet like sexual like kissed or anything held hands even it's yeah, very well, like not even sexual it's anything remotely romantic yes and yes. stella's i remember the i remember that line clearly where like again i, I felt so bad for the voice actress you know I, i'm not gonna look up her name but like i i can tell it's just like she got the line and went oh fuck <laughs> where you know i think Iki's getting into bed and while she's saying like hey um we've been dating for a while now shouldn't we um do what lovers do and then he's just up in bed. And she's like, well, fuck. I remember that scene very well. I'm like, okay. If you want to include a, a romantic subplot, absolutely fucking go for it. You know, a great romance subplot, especially in an action series, can work very well. Char- it can really drive character motivations. It can drive uh, mm-hmm. you get a lot of emotions from that. Just the possibilities are endless. This was poopy. <laughs> <laughs> See? The thing is... We're talking about it as an action series, and it is an action series in, yes. in the way that, like, there's a fight every episode, there's, like, a conflict every episode, like... Um, it's set in a combat-based academy. Right, right. So there's, like, a lot of, like, matches and stuff like that, and eventually, you know, like, obviously, like, they both win all their matches and, like, get to the end. But at, at the same juncture, like... Spoilers. It is ah. It is more of a relationship romance series, I think, between the two of them, because... it. As much as we've talked, we haven't really talked about any of the fights. We've only talked about like the scenes with them two. Well, because which well, that, is that, more, that, it's more how, prevalent. Yeah, yeah. No, totally, and that's how actually the plot progression is way more romance relevant. It is because from what I remember the series, it'd be romance, romance, romance. Oh, there's a fight now. Right. That's, right. Like the the romance was the driving force. The plot was like sec. I'm sorry, the, the fighting was secondary to the plot yes. almost, which was very bizarre for an action scene series it's usually the reverse and most of also the action was based off of things that were happening in the romance department notably um we meet this character mid-season um isa who has like purple hair it's like over her oh, eye yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah, yeah. and she is the daughter of the last samurai i don't remember his name but he's, yeah. he's considered the last samurai and right. some guy beat up her dad and took her dojo, and so she's trying to get it back, right? We meet she her. Was, oh, that that, that and plot has been used so many times. She, oh, I just fucking bumped in the microphone hard. <laughs> that audio file is going to look very weird. But she she has been uh, training. Like she beer. starts training with uh, Iki, right? And they train oh, together. Boy, yep. And uh, 
Okay, let, let me break down some of this. So there's a lot of like sexual stuff in this show um, that is, is very strange because Iki at one point takes uh, ISA in front of uh, Stella, who is now at this point his girlfriend. Right. And starts like touching her thighs and starts correcting her stance. And she's like sweating on her legs visibly. Oh, I forgot and, about that scene. Yeah. And she's like, oh. And he's like, what if you can stand like this? And she's like, um, uh, uh. And I'm like, you're teaching her sword play, sir. Get it right. Get it together. Get it together. Well, no, like I can. And I, but I, I, I can understand that kind of writing. I guess like yes. he's the stupid it's very, boy. It's very horny. It's super horny. It's super horny. But like I can understand the character. Like they're trying to write. Um, they, they, because they, they write Iki as a complete idiot in terms of the romance yes. department. Because you know, fucking, it was um, it was, it was like the it was the early 2010s. Yeah. For every character in these light novels, we're just like, I don't know what's happening. It's Ichika it's, 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 yes. it's, it's Orimura from uh, Infinite Stratus. That's what yes. it is. Iki is classic oblivious boy. Yes. And, and in his mind, it's like, oh, I'm like, move your legs. And he's grabbing our thighs to do it. Then fucking, but, uh, uh, you know, in that environment, I would imagine every, not every woman's going to get super fucking soaked at the, at, the, yeah. at the closest touch to, you know, certain areas of the body. I mean, that's just, I mean, it. It was, I'm, it's just so absurd. Really she, is. at one point in that episode, said, um, which this line killed me, and I'll read it out to you. You have very big and rugged hands, just like my father's. I missed, I forgot about that line. That, um, boy, did that send me to a new stratosphere, because my God, that was part of it. Um, and right. So eventually, right. He beats her in a, in a battle that she right. cheats in, but he's like, no, I have to teach her a lesson. So he beats her and then he helps her get her father's dojo back by fighting this other guy that uses a spinal cord as a weapon. Um, oh, I forgot about that. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. About he's a weird dudes. dude. He's a weird dude. I don't know much about this guy, but at, at the same time, right. All this is happening. So it, it, throughout the series, Iki is making friends, right? He's right. teaching people the art of sword play because everybody's a good blazer or like magic user, but doesn't but they, exactly know how to use a sword correctly. So he becomes essentially what, like a Rock Lee type character. Yeah, like yeah. a Rock Lee, like a, like a professor type presence yeah. to all these other kids. He's the one guy who excels at everything because he's not good at the one thing. Exactly, exactly. He has his like one like taijutsu, like that's his thing. He yeah, just yeah. does like the straight up like physical sword play yeah. with like a specific special ability on the side where he has like also just different kind of like perfect vision is what they call it where you yeah. can see what they're doing before they do it right uh and he can like read people's movements and like copycat them uh as as they go right but e either way right that's the that's really the back burner of the series that's not the most important part is no. the fights it, yeah. it's really the relationship between him and stella and that gets like very exasperated as the series goes to like where they you know become boyfriend girlfriend they have a scene where it's raining and they get into a, a little lodge together and they're uh, she's like i'm so sick i can't even take off my own clothes and he's like oh you should definitely take your clothes off because it will constrict your lungs less and he helps her take off all of her clothes and they're just kind of hanging yeah, out and and she's like do you want to have sex with me and he's all like no because i respect you and she's like fuck i want him even more it is it's wild <laughs> well no, the thing is i've i think i've seen that scene like seven or eight times in different shows like yep i mean i, I i'm pretty sure um Dear listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but did they do that in quintessential quintuplets? I feel like they did. What a name for a show. Oh, it's great. It's great. I um actually that's a good anime. 
I, I remember at one point joking about it on the podcast, like, we should cover it. I'm like, no, we shouldn't. That show's fucking good. It's just, it's just a good, it's probably one of the better harm rom-coms I've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway, but no. Uh, so yeah, that, that typical plot point, like, oh, we should fuck. No, you're vulnerable. I want you more. And then that kind of takes us to the last few episodes of the series because th- there oh, is this. Okay, sorry, can we go back. Oh, to, continue. Yes, you yeah. missed the pool episode. Which, oh my god, I legitimately texted you about that episode when it was happening because I was like, "Of course, there's a pool episode." And speaking of pool and water, I gotta piss. Pause the episode. It's pee. Yeah, so the pool episode gets me mad on several levels. I mean, because you know. In anime communities, we typically refer to this as the beach episode. Right, right. Sometimes it's not a beach, it's a pool. It's typically an excuse to get our leads into a bunch of bikinis and get the fans going, woohoo! But hopefully, there's usually something there. It's either there's, you know, you have all that fluff, all the fun, but, you know, there's nice character moments. Right. Maybe the plot moves. A furthering and, of a romance angle. Or you do possibly. some world building. Yeah, I can, I can actually reference a couple shows we've covered. You know, Darling and the Darling and the Franks did uh, the whole um, world building, right? Like the Forgotten City, that kind of whole thing. And I, if I remember in school days, wasn't it the pool episode where where Makoto just went town to town on Sekai for the first time? I'm pretty sure that was a pool episode. <sighs> Don't ever, <laughs> wow, bring up school days again. No, no, we can talk about no school days. No promises it's there. It's fine. No it's promises fine. at all. Wow, you seemed offended at that one. <sighs> Continue, sorry. Anyway, no, but sorry. this this pool episode, as I remembered, it offered nothing. And I was very mad. Yeah. It was just a bunch of people going, hey, you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend, but you're not getting along. Mm-hmm. The voice acting was so stilted. Either, either stilted yeah. or so by the numbers. It sounds like. It's uh, it, for example, if I spent the rest of this podcast lazily on my phone texting people, you would notice because I sound disinterested and disengaged. Right. That's how it sounded to me it, when it, I heard this. And the did. dialogue between Iki and Stella, I was so mad. They get trapped under like this waterfall type thingy, and the two of them having to confront their problems. Air quotes. Yeah. Whereas both of them going, well, I like you. Well, I like you a lot. I like your body. I like your boobs. It was the, it was yeah. so boilerplate, so nauseating to hear. And I feel bad for the voice actors because I told you about this before. I feel like at this point they just gave up. They realized, okay, the show had some chance for charm at the beginning. It's gone. Completely messed it up. Yeah. yeah I, I, by I think, halfway through, yeah. they're like, fuck it. This show is just kind of horny, and there's going to be a fight scene every once in a while. Yeah. Let's stop trying. That's I think, what I felt. I think at that point, they, they kind of did mess it up a little bit, but they did something new, for me at least. Okay. Um, because, as I mentioned before, usually, like, I come from, like, a, you know, a, a shonen background. So when oh. I see, like, a romance, I'm like, oh, so... Basically, what's going to happen is for the next five seasons, they're going to tease this, yeah, and yeah. then they're finally going to get together at the end of the show. I was very shocked when they got together in like episode four or something. I was like, wow. I, I genuinely didn't think this was going to happen by that time. Uh, Did not think about that. It, it caught me by surprise. So, I mean, that, maybe that's the one like merit I give it is that it okay. caught me specifically by surprise a little yeah. bit with like, oh, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. And I was like, oh, wow, they just did it. They, they're not going to like drag it out for like four more seasons and then get together at, at like some sort of finale or yeah, something like I, that, I, you know? My, what, 
with my random experience with those random shows, I I wasn't too super surprised. But I understand where you're coming from. But you know, it gets to the end of the show, and they and he proposes to her. Yeah, and there's but there, there's a whole bullshit with his dad who runs yeah. like who's like a big guy in the knights council. I, he's like into some bullshit, and like the whole thing. There's a scene that, where like Shizuka goes there, and it's like you're very mean to Iki, and he's like, oh yeah, because he sucks, and. She's like, no, this family hates him. I'm going to go love him. You know, I'm going to go love him, you know, give enough love to compensate. Which, you know, would be cool if she, like, made him meals and just, like, offered to help him out. You know, like a sister would. Not, hey, let me stick my tongue down his throat and let me see if he wants to, like, do me. I mean, that's not how, that's not how... (laughs) Not all love has to be sexual. That's what I'm saying. And that's the thing, because it... also, on the dad thing, right? It got to those last few episodes, which the style of the last few episodes was fucking weird, by the way. The, the final two episodes, like, did they think they were pulling some 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 Ano shit or something? Because the last two episodes were, like, very, very weird. Yeah. In that, like, there was a lot of scenes where, like, characters would do, like, a screenshot of them and then, yeah. like, a dialogue. And then it would be, like, the thing that they said with kanji under it. It's, yeah. like, fear, fear. Yeah. And then it would shift to the next one. There was that, and it was also everything was really grainy in the last two episodes on purpose because it had like kind of an overlay on it that yeah. made it look like old film. Yeah, yeah. And it was all black and white, and yeah. there were all colors coming everywhere. It was like Death Note and Evangelion just shat on this anime for yes. some reason. They just ate that feces, and they're, it just became just, this anime. They were trying to, like, I don't know, they were trying to be a little artsy. They were trying to be very artsy, and I will give them one thing that absolutely cracked me up. So in the last few episodes, we were introduced to kind of the student body president, right? The student council right. president. I don't remember her name. Tobu, Tobu something. Tobu Taki or whatever. She uh, has this sword calls, uh, called uh, Raikiri. Oh, okay. With like electricity and yes. stuff like that. And she beats um, Shizuku in a fight. Mm. And she, then she has to fight Iki in like his final round where he gets to go to like the, the Seven Blades yes, tournament or whatever. Like kidnapped beforehand. Right. He was kidnapped by, it's very unclear. He was kidnapped by like one of his father's associates to be put down. He like talks to his father and he's like, father, I'm doing well though. And his father's like, you were never supposed to do well. And I was like, that's just a weird argument yeah. to make um, that he was never supposed. To. So his father's argument is all about Iki was never was not uh, um, good at fighting, and he was never supposed to be, which is why his dad's mad, which is very weird. And then he gets kidnapped, right? He's in like a jail, and he's like having his matches in jail and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just really yeah. weird. Like, why is he even kidnapped? Because he was like doing something with Stella, and they were in a relationship, and people considered that like taboo. So oh they, yeah, there's like some like legality in the rules it or whatnot. Didn't make any fucking sense. No, I will the put whole that out there. the whole thing was supposed to be like that. Was it was it, 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 if I remember correctly, it was it was very much he was supposed to be the baby face in peril where it was like the right. heels have everything stacked up against you right it's because you know a lot of japanese media loves underdog stories yeah hence all of new japan pro wrestling yes so it's an it's a classic underdog tale and i i guess maybe you can see it from how much i'm like rambling and how much like different sides of the plot i'm talking about at the same time because it was all like happening at the same time and really nothing was being said no which is the problem because that's the thing they would they would replace plot progression with more fight scenes and more scenes of stella and stella and iki going i don't know how i feel about you didn't make any sense and also um one thing i wanted to point out specifically go ahead 
Um, Raikiri, the sword that uh, Tobu has, or like the the student council president has. Right. Um, I laughed my ass off at one okay. point in this show because of this. Because, so at one point, this like student council president, she is in this battle. It might have been against uh, Shizuku, I think. But she like blades Shizuku really hard with like the electric blade. And just like the film nerd in me, okay, the aspect ratio broke. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. she like slices Shizuku and then like it was a horizontal video and it becomes like vertical and horizontal and it pushes out the aspect ratio. And I thought that was fucking hilarious because <laughs> she just like single handedly broke the aspect ratio of this anime that I'm currently watching. Nothing has taken me out of an anime as much as that in recent memory. Uh, and it was very funny. I mean, that's but that's classic Ano stuff. Like, it's clear the influence were like, like yes. you know, it's something trying to break the fourth wall, exactly. trying to be more meta. That's like such Ano 101. And at this time, I know I'm not going to say the re, uh, nah, I'm not, not sure of the timeline, the rebuilds on this one, but no. So, Classic Ava playbook. You know, Ano's Ano. Everyone loves him. They were trying to be Ano for two episodes. They really were. And the the last two episodes were like, whatever. And then, of course, there was the painful scene where, like, what he has, like, the killing blow or whatever. He wins the whole, he wins the whole right. thing one strike. Mm-hmm. Of course, classic underdog story. And then he's like, Stella, I want to marry you. The crowd goes wild. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you guys are fucking dogs. <laughs> They're kids. And that's how the show ended, basically, uh, for the first season. Um, but yeah. There is no season two. Thank God. Oh, um, I, we don't need one. We, do, we really don't need one. It, it is okay. No, you saw the total cliffhanger. It's like, these people are selected to go on to the next round. Yeah. Because all these light novel adaptations at the time ended with the cliffhanger right it's like hey come back for season two and it's jokes on you you're not fucking getting one yeah yeah because it's not good enough to get a season two for sure oh okay so you're already throwing down some opinions you i already, am you already know mine i, I know I, you started this but please reiterate please reiterate your opinion was this anime bad yes i mean it's just unequivocally bad i mean it for me it was the total absence of charm and I feel like so many characters were included, not out of passion, but out of a checklist. Yes. They were trying to appeal to as many demographics as possible. You had the incestuous little sister. You had the one, and Alice, who was, like, genderly ambiguous. I feel like they were playing to a lot of fetishes. They were trying to write a horny romance series, but then also have some fight scenes in there. And the fight scenes, I remember, I don't really remember them too well. I mean, basic is the word I would use best to describe them. Like, they were, like, okay at most. Yeah. But there was no nothing driving enough in the plot to keep me invested in those. And the fact that I watched so many episodes of this and I completely forgot about it, and the only thing that I remembered was the fucking theme song, says something. Yeah. It this, is, show, um... this show was not good at all. It was bad. It was it was pretty darn bad. And I just the only reason I get so riled up about it is because no one talks about it. It was very forgettable, I will mm-hmm. say. Even having watched it this morning, <laughs> I, I, I got to say that it, th- there are a lot of elements about this show that are very, very forgettable. Yes. And that y- you do not need to have ever again. I, I, I think, like, uh, th- there were some bright spots, I got to say. Okay. Shizuku and Stella, the, the relationship there was genuinely very funny and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed the name calling. It was just very fun. Yes. Um. Iki as a character is, is is he's every anime character. Yeah, he's he, just kind of the the template like 
very oblivious, and, and very strong, but very like underdoggy kind of character. And, and it would like, mean you know, so much more if like because Shizuku kept bringing up like how badly the family treated him. Mm-hmm. It'd be great if we fucking saw any of that in the character. We didn't see any of that. That's None what pissed that. me off the most because again, going back to Ava. You saw Shinji's troubles. Yes. You know how fucked up the kid is. Right. That's what made the show work. Right. You saw it. With this kid, you are told. Iki You never shows... see his personality. You are told yes. this constantly. Everyone yes. else surrounds this kid and says, he's this, he's that, he's this. We never see any of it. He is a blank fucking slate. I am suddenly very hot. You see in the show no signs of this guy's personality. None. None from him. He is very, like, restrained most of the time. He is very, like, all right, just want to keep the people around me safe, the people I'm close to. But at the same time, he always talks about his, like, troubled past and whatnot. And and, and it's, and like, barely he, though. It's other people who bring it up. We don't know much about it because it's surmised that he was hated by his family. It's really, she, that's it's really, really it. Shizuku's role in the story is to blab about how badly the family treated him and then try to fuck him. That's her entire role in the story. And it's very bizarre they had to mix those two. You could have just done with, like, the, <sighs> hey, by the way, he's fucked up, Stella. Give him time. That's, I, some, that's something a sibling would do. I just can't. They would go up to, if, they were, if they were, like, hey, mm. met their brother's girlfriend and they knew about their brother's past, that's such a natural, very appropriate right. sibling thing to do. Go like, hey, right. I know you might have feelings with my brother, but just so you know, he's had a very troubled childhood. It's going to come up. Be ready for it. Right. Be there for him. That's natural. Not, hey, my brother's had a very troubled past, so I'm going to fuck him to make sure he's okay. That's not yeah. how any of that works. That's not how any of that works, for sure. And uh, with all that considered, and with everything considered, I, I will say I-, I did. I was entertained from time to time. Okay. Um, if you see a dog fucking on the side of the road, it's also entertaining for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I guess that's the closest that I could get uh, because uh, I... It's bad. Yay! It's bad. It is. It is not good. It I is am so. Ha- I was. I was scared there for a minute, Bouncy. You, you had know, me. You had me afraid. I'm like, oh my god. If he says it's okay, I'm going to. I almost thought it was okay, but after kind of like talking about it for a while, after talking it out for a bit, yeah, it, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's bad. just like it's zero redeeming qualities for this anime. Really, like I even in the characters, like yeah. there's not one character that I actually like. Yeah, no. I thought about the end of it, and I was like, it's like I'm watching HBO's Girls. <laughs> I hate all the characters. Ah, I don't like ah. any of them. So why am I watching this show? It, it was, it was like, once I finished, I was like, the last right. few episodes were tough to get through. Yes, they were. Because it was just, oh my god, I was on TikTok half the time. Ah. And then by the end of the show, I was like, you know what? That did positively nothing for me. It, I would guarantee that it does positively no, but no, nothing for nobody. And it is just kind of worth nothing and doesn't last. So I, I give it a I give it a proper bad. And today, bad. and today we did a service to tell people about it because mm-hmm. not enough people are talking about this anime. It's gone completely under the radar and it deserves to be known that it's bad. So I'm afraid that people like me are going to be scrolling through Hulu who don't have the streaming services yet for other anime. Like, oh, it's on Hulu, so I'm going to click it, and that's the worst thing you could do. Yep. Stay away. The show is bad, and that's all I have to say. And that's it, baby. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another very fun episode of Bad Anime. (laughs) We will see you next time. It's bad.
Wow, oh my god, what a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on we'll read them all anyways we don't care i love you kiss kiss in your ear podcast network